0: Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am LJ LaFiera. Alongside me, I've got Brandon Caram, and we are a belly-up sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, how you doing?
2: LJ, doing good. Um, I totally did not see you about um, an hour and a half ago.
0: No, it definitely didn't happen. I definitely didn't spend my entire day at my alma mater, which... Honestly, it was a ton of fun. You know what? I certainly can't complain with how I spent the day. I felt that was perfectly worth it, and i do it again in a heartbeat.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It was nice to see everybody uh, at, at our high school once again as we worked the, the charity basketball uh, tournament. But overall, uh, fun. Now we get to sit down and run through our team of the weeks. LJ, week seven already.
0: Brandon, yes, it is week seven. It is not feeling like it's week seven. Week seven is also coming now. We are one, two, three, four, five days away from Memorial Day. We are five days away from the official conclusion of the first season. For those of you who are just starting to follow this show, this is something we kind of figured out last year. Or at least I certainly follow by that effectively, Memorial Day marks the end of the first full season of sorts in Major League Baseball. You know, at that point, guys are starting to get to around 200 at bats. You're getting to that situation where you really start to know what guys' years probably are gonna be like. Yes, there are some guys that get really hot or have really bad starts to the year, some teams that'll just flame out. I mean, think Chicago the Chicago Cubs from last year.
2: Matt's from last year.
0: For the most for the most part though, most teams are gonna look something similar to what they truly are by this point. You're not gonna have any situations where a team like the, the Orioles win their win six out of their first eight games in the year. That that's clearly not what that team is. But by the end of May, they'll probably be down to the bottom of the division, is what we're looking at here. So to be where you to be in a good position at this point is a major success, a major milestone in the season to us and for the players.
2: Absolutely. Uh, I can totally agree with that. Um, We'd said that the first season runs from opening day until Memorial day. Second season is what Memorial day to all-star break.
0: Um, I don't think we've ever discussed exactly where that line would be. Uh, In my opinion, I think it's Memorial Day till the trade deadline because I think the trade deadline is the thing that brings the most change, Mm -hmm. not necessarily the week break. I mean, you think about it. Well, look at the Padres. Padres were a really good team through the first season. They were really good through June and July. All of a sudden, the All-Star break hits. The Dodgers get Scherzer. They get, um, what do you call it, second baseman.
2: Frazier, Adam Frazier. Frazier, I just
0: said Adam, Adam Frazier. Um, They get Adam Frazier, they don't get a pitcher, they don't get Scherzer, who they thought they were shooing for. All of a sudden that killed the team momentum and they looked like a completely different team in August and September. So that's where I would break it up personally.
2: And then third season is trade deadline through the end of the season. Yeah. Three seasons in one. Love it. Three seasons in one. But... Let's get into our team of the week. Um, let's start it off with pitchers. LJ, who did you go with for your starting pitcher, or just
0: Brandon, pitcher? for my pitcher of the week? I went with Christian Javier of the Houston Astros. He pitched eleven innings, going one and one during that stretch with a .77 ERA. He had ended up with a strikeouts per nine of 13.89 walks per nine of 1.54 and a home runs per nine of 0.77 clearly again showing that 0.77 era came very much from the long ball but you know at the end of the day you're not going to complain when you're going out and giving your team such good value such good performances when especially for a team that's really again trying to cement themselves up at the top of this division where LA has kind of given them way more of a run for their money than anyone thought they would.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I can agree with that last part. Um, I have Javier and fantasy. I'm dumb. Didn't check my lineup and he was on the bench last night, um, for his great start. Um, so that one hurts, but yeah, uh, you know, just another guy that we've seen. He well, he was the he was the sixth man in the rotation, right? He was the sixth guy that yep. they added, um, and just that whole rotation has been pitching lights out. Um, Houston is legit, but uh, so is LA. I'm going with you Darvish for my pick. Uh, his two starts this week, he had to face the Brewers where he goes six and two thirds and allows two earned runs um i thought he might have stayed in that game for a little too long i watched uh, a lot of that game darvish looked really good um and then the start before that last friday um at philadelphia seven scoreless innings no walks five strikeouts um he ends up going one and one he has to take the loss in that a brewer's game just a Just a tough game, um, honestly. But he looked really good um, right up until he made a few, just two dumb mistakes. Uh, Only allows three hits total uh, in that one where he takes the loss to the Brewers. Gets the win at the Phillies. Um, Just a nice week for you, Darvish. Um, This guy's 35. He's going to be 36 um, in a few months. And uh, nice to see him still pitching really good. A guy that I watched a lot of when I was uh, growing up, for sure.
0: Absolutely. Brandon, do you want to go ahead and get a head start on catcher?
2: Sure. Uh, At catcher, I'm taking William Contreras from the Braves. Uh, Of course, his brother, Wilson, is on the Cubs. But William uh, had himself quite the week. He only played in four games. But you're talking three home runs, uh, four RBIs, five runs scored, and 17 plate appearances, uh, a .5 war. Uh, just offensively was by far, I think, the best catcher this week. Um, and, you know, the guy LJ is going to talk about uh, certainly could have gotten it as well. But um, I think that uh, that this guy... Uh, William Contreras just had himself a week. He was raking for sure.
0: Yeah, it was fantastic. And if I read it correctly, his walk-off winner, game winner for the Braves against the Phillies the other day, where of course he decides, you know, Joe Girardi thinks, all right, you know, it's a safe situation. We don't need anyone who's ever been in this safe situation before. They don't need, they can sit this one out. Um, His parents were there, and it might have been one of the first times that they were. Able to see him play professional ball, if not the first time. So that's very exciting. I ended up going with Christian Vasquez here. He had 0.4 war over a six game stretch where he hit a home run and drove in six. Slash line ended up being 421, 500, 632 for the blazing hot Boston Red Sox. Brandon, those numbers are okay.
2: Yeah, that's that's all right. It's, It's
0: all good good enough
2: uh, lj first as, base
0: yes as for first base i gotta be honest i didn't see a lot i liked here you know i could have definitely gone with paul goldschmidt although it didn't like the numbers didn't jump out to me but then i was able to see some of the value some of the good things doing things right i guess is what i'm trying to get at here that miami got out of garrett cooper this week and i had to take him with in five games he drove in two runs in slash 467 526 600 that's all while walking as much as he struck out this week really just solid solid showing
2: uh i'm gonna take paul goldschmidt Uh, lj i don't know what he had to do this week to make you not like these numbers uh in 24 plate appearances across five games, you're talking a 524 batting average, a 542 on-base percentage, a 952 slugging percentage. So that's a 1,400 OPS. Um, and then you have two home runs and 10 RBIs in five games. Second week in a row, I picked Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt uh, just has been really freaking good this year uh, and has really been turning it on as of late.
0: I'm certainly not going to complain with Paul Goldschmidt ever. No, I just think, again, the defensive work wasn't 100% there. It wasn't there for anybody at this position. And so often it's not there for anyone at this position. But at the end of the day, I just saw enough similarity and marginal improvement on Garrett Cooper's end.
2: Yeah, he's been really bad on the the defensive side this year. Paul Goldschmidt, um, some stats.
0: And you that give him respect. That's the only place he's taken a step back.
2: Yeah, no. Like, yeah, he's he's taken a step up offensively. It seems
0: everyone everyone keeps trying to say that he. Uh, when's he going to be done? When is he? When is he going to fall off that cliff? When is he going to start declining? I'm not going to bet on it. I'm not never going to predict on it until i actually see it happen like that's just that's a poor bet to make granted and i'm sure you know the same thing you see the same thing like you're never going to place a bet that's going to have him down on numbers because he just finds a way to prove you wrong time and time again
2: absolutely lj i'll leave second base uh For you. Actually,
0: actually you can go ahead and take second base because, I mean, I think I've said enough on this guy. It was a unanimous pick. Possibly the only, no, one of two unanimous picks. Four unanimous picks on this group. I'm sorry. I can't read. to save my life. But this is the first of the unanimous picks of the day. Trevor's story. Brandon, what would you think of it?
2: Uh, LJ, he had an okay week. Uh, You know, you're talking... Uh, across six games, six home runs, seventeen RBIs, uh, zero point seven WAR. Yeah, pretty pretty good week.
0: Yeah, it's okay. You know, dude's got to get up. get this man a piss test, sir. Going off seventeen Absolute RBIs
2: slow. in six games is is unbelievable. I mean, that's it's almost nuts. three a game.
0: <laughs> and again, it's like. I feel like sometimes Ward doesn't necessarily show quite how much you mean in terms of impact. Like he's, he was bringing in runs that weren't just garbage time runs. They weren't just runs in blowouts. Like he was fully, he was creating go ahead offense for this team all week long. And that's way more important to me.
2: All right, LJ, third base.
0: Third base. Third base was an easy call here. You, of course, have Jose Ramirez and Manny Machado at the top. Who here is surprised by that? No one? Okay. Um, I ended up going with Jose Ramirez in six games. He had .7 war, hit three home runs, drove in 10, and slashed 364, 440, 1000. Of the, and during this time, he had a walk rate of 12% and a strikeout rate of 4%. That's incredibly efficient week.
2: Yeah, uh, I was really close to taking Manny Machado. Um, it, it's interesting because Machado certainly had a lot of clutch hits this week and uh, came up big for the Padres. But J-Ram actually came up... Uh, I would say as big for the the Guardians this week. You're talking about a win probability added for Jose Ramirez this week of uh, .543, which means that essentially just his contributions this week, um, just during games, how much the win percentage changed. It changed by about 50%. Um, in total this week for his contributions, what he has done in the games. Uh, really, really impressive. And uh, Jose Ramirez, three homers, 10 RBIs. Uh, dude has been a doing it all this year, and the third base class has never been as stacked as it is uh, right now, this second.
0: All right, moving on to shortstop. Going with a guy who shouldn't really be surprised for my list. Dansby Swanson had himself a week here. Granted, he did not walk during this stretch, but he still finds a way to get himself 0. 0.7 war on the week. Six games, two homers, seven RBIs, two bags that he grabbed, and a slash line of 480 for 8760. Just
2: great for yeah,
0: I... Great glove. I'm I'm really starting to Buy into the Dansby Swanson camp.
2: I really want to buy into Dansby Swanson. Um the the strikeouts have always been the biggest issue with him. I mean, in his career you see some pretty high strikeout rates, um, especially for a shortstop. Um, but the glove is certainly there. Um the power is there, the the speed, the athleticism is there. Um and He's getting into what you would consider his physical prime 28 29 years old that's where most guys peak athletically um, you know this could be this this season could be the start of something special these next few years he's actually right now according to Fangraphs, number 16 in the league for war this season for for hitters uh, that's really good for for Dansby Swanson there's that he's above a lot of names that you would be surprised um, to to see right behind him. But uh, I...
0: Is it it fair to say, and I know we're kind of, this is getting ahead of things because this will be most of what we talk about for the next, like, well, really, it'll be, we're going to have a way we're presenting it, but the majority of the time post-Memorial Day will be directed towards reacting to the first season. And, but so I don't want to get too far ahead of this, but he's got to be the short, the Gold Glove favorite shortstop, and this is a long time coming.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean the Braves. Yeah, sure they they had Andrelton Simmons, who of course one of the greatest uh, infield defenders ever. But the fact that they're able to just kind of carry it right on with um, Dansby Swanson just another solid shortstop in there. Not not the best shortstop by by any means, but another solid guy um, is really nice that the Braves were able to get that turnover. Um, and what a trade they make to get Dansby Swanson. What are the Diamondbacks doing? Like, oh, it's was...
0: unbelievable. And you talk about one of the a really good shortstop, you're talking about probably, you know, these next three years, you're going to talk about him as being the best defensive shortstop in the league you wouldn't have been crazy to say it for the last year or two before this as well.
2: I end up going so. with, uh, Tim Anderson here. Um, Anderson this week, you know, I wanted to pick Swanson. Um, I, I ended up not cause I saw Anderson play for a few, a few games this week. Uh, dude is just a really good hitter. He draws walks. He doesn't strike out. Um, and he just always seems to be on base. You're talking a four seventy-four batting average, a five forty five on base percentage, a six eighty four slugging for the week. Uh, he ends up with .5 war uh, across five games, uh, six RBIs. And, uh, of course, he has all that happen between Josh Donaldson and himself. But uh, his play certainly uh, backs up a lot of the talking that, that he does.
0: All right, moving on into our outfield here. I'm going to start in the left field and I've got David Peralta coming in here. Nice 0. .6 war week for him. Six games, three home runs, seven RBIs, slash 400, 478, seventy-eight, nine hundred. Is it just me or has this been just a generally across the board a really good week? Like there's some guys that are putting some up some massive numbers here seven weeks in.
2: There is some guys that are putting up massive stats and we haven't even got to some of the guys that put up the even better stat lines. Yeah. Really good week uh, all around. Um, when it's hard to pick for a certain position, that's how you know that a lot of guys had good weeks
0: or, or a lot of guys had really bad weeks. But Most of the time, the former (laughs)
2: left field, I'm going Jock Peterson. Um, he had eight RBIs in that crazy Mets-Giants game the other night, three homers. Um, across six games this week, four homers, 10 RBIs, a walk percentage of 22%, K percentage of just 5.6%, 5. 500 batting average, 6'11 on base, slugging, LJ, one429 you combine that with a 6'11 on base, you're talking a over 2.0 OPS for the week.
0: Unbelievable. Just nasty. Brandon, where'd you go in center field?
2: Center field, we're going with his teammate, uh, Mikey Yaz. Mikey, Mikey Yaz. Mikey Yaz. Uh feel like, LJ, did you pick him last week? Yeah, he was your right fielder I, last week, Mikey Yaz. Look, another solid week for our guy here. Uh, a 26% walk rate to 8% strikeout rate. Uh, you certainly love to see that. 412 batting average, 565 on base percentage, and a 765 slugging percentage uh, across six games. Uh, seven runs scored. You know, uh, just another really solid contributor on the Giants. Uh, but, yeah, I go with a San Francisco Giant in left field and center field. And I believe LJ is going with uh, a Diamondback in left field and center field.
0: I am. I'm going back to the Diamondbacks. We're going with Dalton Varshow as the center fielder. 0. .6 war in six games, two home runs, five RBIs, and a slash line of three forty-six, three ninety-three, six ninety-two. Again, just another got another good another good week at the office for Dalton Varsho probably if we're talking about position players probably the most underrated performance to start the season
2: yeah he's been i mean LJ, that's a guy that also catches for the diamondbacks this is a guy who's been who's been catching and playing the field
0: when i first put this team together he was my catcher
2: and then you were like, no, nah, I got to get my guy Christian Vasquez in there.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, if you have the opportunity, you got to take the opportunity. No, right?
2: It, absolutely. Um, right field. But
0: how many times has he made our, made our list? It's actually a good question. Who? Um, Dalton Varshaw has made it a hand, more than a handful of times. Has he? Yeah. Are you sure? He made it. He was my center fielder. Week two. Maybe okay. I just like Dalton Varsha.
2: I like Dalton Varsha. He's, he's good. Who's been the most it's picked player? Brandon. Who's been the most picked player? Do we... can We We cannot it, figure that out that easily. Trout or, or Judge. Or Machado. Um,
0: I would probably say Judge or Machado. Yeah. More um, likely Judge, because I'm more active pick Judge than Machado.
2: All right, right field... We both agree it is Mookie Betts. Uh, Six games, 26 plate appearances. He had four home runs, 10 RBIs, eight runs scored. Uh, Some fantastic plays in the field. Everyone go check out that throw that he made the other day. Uh, Just (laughs) incredible. 476 batting average, 577 on base percentage, and a 1.19 slugging. Uh, for a full war this week for Mookie Betts. One of the best in the game right now, for sure.
0: Fantastic. Brendan, is now a good time to mention that he is the player of the week unanimously.
2: Yes, it is a great time. Mookie Betts, your unanimous player of the week. Uh, Just, I mean, a full war will certainly do that for you. And, uh... He is honestly getting underrated, I want to say. He had a really solid season last year. It wasn't anything crazy, but it was still really solid. Um, He's having a fantastic start to this season. How can you not love this guy? Like, seriously, he's one of the most likable players, I feel.
0: Easily. Um, Again, just so much fun. Bowler honestly the the bias is there between two fellow bowlers supporting another bowler a but, nasty
2: bowler like a an insane okay. bowler
0: um but anyway, moving on our last unanimous pick here j d martinez, I think we can both agree he's pretty much the only guy you could have possibly chosen at d h this week as you know he's been solid all along but had an absolutely filthy week here for boston 0.7 war in five games no home runs but he did score nine runs slashed 650 708 800 he was in a prime spot to have a good week coming up just two batters before trevor story who just decided to let everyone go home
2: Yeah, here's all you need to know about J.D. Martinez's week. So, I'm going to go through the five games. Uh, Here's basically what he did. Uh, First game, four for five with a double. Second game, two for four. Third game, one for four with a double. Fourth game, four for six with a double. And fifth game, two for five. So, he, he contributed every single game. Uh. In some way. Amazing. Well, LJ, that will do it for this week, correct? That will. Um, one other thing we'll just bring up quick. Um, don't need to talk about it too much. There's not much to talk about. Giancarlo Stanton will hit the injured list. Um, hopefully he'll be back after the 10 days. But other than that, um, I think we are good. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to check us out Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at MLB Daily Pod. And uh, until then, we will see you. Have a good one.
0: See you manana.
1: there.